Jay, you ever play Call of Duty? I have. Okay, imagine you're in the jungle, and you have your sniper rifle. It's loaded, and you're pointing at your fucking victim, and you just pull the trigger. That tonight happened. Shots have been fired. Welcome to the C&J show, ladies and gentlemen. See, I'm confused because I said winter is coming, but it didn't feel like winter today. <laughs> no, no, not not a well. That's a whole other. I mean, it's funny because they did winter is coming essentially for Sting, which yeah. which yeah. is awesome. Um, we'll look at the Sting in a second. Jay, this is to me, this is the. The, the dream is of what wrestling fans, at least I, I wanted. I don't know who else, but to see these promotions combined. And it's now with a working relationship with NWA, AAA, now Impact, which is going to lead to Ring of Honor, possibly lead to MLW, and hopefully lead to New Japan. This is where it's fucking going, and I love it. I, lo- I fucking love it. WWE stuck in their territory. This is it, Jay. This is this is what we've been waiting for, man. I'm I'm, I'm like, when he said impact, my I was just like, oh god, yes. That's all. I, <laughs> that's all I fucking instantly. <laughs> well, I guess let me start by saying. This is going to be a show that we're basically going to talk about AEW on. Uh, and it's not going to be one of our long shows either because we have, uh, you know, stuff to do. But with the episode of Dynamite that did happen tonight, which I just finished watching for the most part. Um, so you watched it earlier. I have not watched NXT yet, but I have seen everything else except for World Tag League and Best of Super Juniors. But I know what happened in those. I'm basically decided I'm just going to watch the finals on those and go from there just because of time constraints, but that's for another time. Same thing with WWE, but um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me let, let me let me say this. So um, I, I also did, uh, and I mentioned this to you too, I, I did also uh catch up on MLW the last uh, two shows and then the third one is, is coming up tonight but uh, since the restart and everything I'll, I'll talk about that briefly at another time but um, I don't know how they're going to you know what, what possible fit in they would have with this but you know I mean, we'll see down the road I'm sure uh, Reign of Honor I did see the highlights of Mike Bennett's return was awesome um, it was awesome. I, I saw the highlights of, of Taven and, and Bateman. Um, forgot about Bateman, actually, because I haven't seen anything of Reign of Honor in you know months because of this pandemic going on. They haven't, I mean, they just started doing, you know, shows, but it's <clears throat> it was all, like, taped, you know, I think, or whatever. But uh, I saw this, and I forgot that Taven was out with the knee injury as well, but he's back, and, uh, you know, he looked good. He's got a new hairdo and Bateman has a new hairdo didn't even fucking recognize him with the shaved head but yeah, he, he looks very psychotic I like it yeah um oh crap 
I have an incoming call, so we're going to have to start this again. <laughs> All right. Hold on one sec, guys. We'll be right back. Yeah, we, there's got to be a way I can fix that, but whatever. Anyway, Bateman. Uh, yeah, he looks very psychotic. Um, uh, yeah, it's even, uh, speaking of psychotic, Vinny, jeez, <laughs> forgot he, the, the whole Charles Manson look that he's got going on. Pretty cool, but uh seemed like he was talking forever, you know, stalling until uh, Bennett made his return. But, yeah, that, that suit he was wearing was kind of funny. But uh, good <laughs> to see, you know, two, two-thirds of the original kingdom back together again. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's good to see that. So, and, 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 you know, I we still haven't heard anything what's going on with Marty. So I, I'm still keep waiting to hear, you know, if he's been released, if he's coming back, if he's going to show up in AEW, what's going to happen. But, um the uh, I, I do know that the the first match for final battle has been announced with EC3 against Jay Briscoe, which I guess they've had something going on with them. But um, final battle is the 18th, I believe. So I'll be watching that. And I'm sure we'll be talking about it then. But so AEW. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, I'm all caught up with everything. To me, the the best two shows of last week were Dynamite and Impact. Which is ironic because here this week, um, Impact from last night was okay. It wasn't as good as the previous week, I thought. But um, Dynamite tonight. Um, so I, I, I don't. I haven't. Didn't really watch the matches yet. I'm gonna go back and watch them. But just wanted to get through the parts to see and talk about. So. Um, I think that this this Cody Rhodes in in Taz, Team Taz storyline, um, we'll get to Kenny in a minute, but um, I, I really liked it two weeks ago when uh, Taz choked out Cody. I, I thought that segment was really well done. I love the realism talking about his kid, which I didn't even know his kid was trying to be a wrestler. To be honest with you, so I I didn't um, either. That's, that was pretty cool. Um, the Will Hobbs turn I thought was cool. He looks just like Taz did back in the day. Yes, he does. But much, much bigger, of course, but still um, fits apart, definitely. Um, I, I really, really liked it. The match tonight, like I said, I hadn't seen it, but then it led to the AEW debut of the man they call Stain. And, man, he's looking old but i guess he looked old when when he was in wwe and that was what five four years ago that's crazy to think it was that long ago <laughs> but i actually think he looked pretty good it was hard to tell you know because of the lighting but i mean yeah. he looked um he looked good but he looked old you know yeah <laughs> he did he but, is but, he, old, but he is but he looked good in the sense it's hard to tell because he was obviously wearing his his, you know, uh, cloak or whatever, but like it looked like he was like in, like he's thin. Like, so he wasn't like, he, he wasn't like, I don't know, it's hard to say. Like, we'll see, but yeah. I'm happy for him, man. He wanted to wrestle more, he wanted to have a few more matches. WWE was not going to give it to him. You know, he wanted, I don't know if it's true, but you know, everybody wanted the Undertaker sting, they just wouldn't pull the fucking trigger on it. Which I'm sure they're going to regret now, because especially if, if especially if Sting can go, which maybe I'm wrong, but I would bet that Sting is probably better in the ring at the moment than the Undertaker. So yeah, yeah, he's wrestled less than Taker has 
Oh, overall, probably, yeah. Yeah, in the last 10 years. So. Well, yeah, within the last 10 years. Yes, definitely, definitely. Actually, longer, yeah. probably. Maybe even longer because... I mean, he had a brief run in in Impact, I guess, or a TNA. I maybe I don't know. That's, well, but he was, um, he was wrestling pretty pretty often in, in TNA. Toward, yeah, until the end, and then you know. I guess that's true. That's left. true. But but yeah, man, I, it's ironic because yeah, I I really I didn't really care about the Sting Taker deal. I mean, maybe ten years ago, <laughs> fifteen years ago, twenty years ago for sure, but. Now, you know, like, I, I, you know, I've said this on the show before. I've just never been a huge Taker fan. I respect him. You know, he's, he's one of the best big men in the history of the business. Um, Stain, I was always a huge Stain fan back in the day in WCW, even before, like, before the Crow gimmick, you know, like the him be, being the guy to beat Flair and, and all that, you know, the horse, the face paint, you know, he was basically like the Hogan of WCW, you know, without, you know, the big face, you know. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and then, you know, the whole Crow thing was cool. You know, the NWO, all that, he evolved. Changed the character was what it was. But I was never, you know, oh, it has to be that. But it, it, it's ironic, though, because I still haven't seen the Survivor Series part, uh, the ending with Taker and all that. And I, I don't think I'm going to, to be honest with you, because I don't care. But now that that's all done, you know, two weeks later, bam, Stain's in the other company now. So, yep. <laughs> Uh, just, just interesting. So we'll we'll see where they go with it. Um, next week's show actually sounded more loaded than tonight's show did. Well, um, it is. I think they realized they needed a good half an hour for you know Mox to Mox and Omega, and then obviously this this segment. So yeah, you know and they are they are, they did tape it tonight. So because um, I know also real week's... quick with, with this one. Is this is this going to lead to one more match for Taz? You know, I don't know. I mean, him locking in the ta- the the Taz mission like that, I was like, wow. I have not seen him do anything wrestling related, you know, bumps or put on moves or anything like that. So I'm I don't know, man. I, I if if they can do it in a way that he wants to do it, I would love to see it. If he can, I mean, if he, if he can. You know. Isn't it? Isn't I mean? It seems to me it's four on four. Yeah, because Arn's right. not Arn's not wrestling, so it, it's no. it, it, it's to me it's which is crazy because I actually I actually think Arn could probably go better than Sting or fucking Taz, but yeah. um maybe not anymore. But um yeah, but not but too many I, pounds. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the FCW crew, which with, with Taz and obviously the Rhodes brothers, Darby and Sting, I would imagine is is maybe where it's going is can we is there a possibility we're going to see blood and guts yeah could be it very you know? well could be especially I, I... jay especially not to you know i mean they don't you know don't, you know they don't really care i think aw doesn't really care about starting conflicts or wars or whatever but what is this sunday mm. uh war games Exactly. So I just think maybe this is kind of their way of, I mean, we'll see this, you know, obviously, but I'm just speculating, but I just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I I have not seen NXT yet, by the way, but I will watch it later. Um, You know, so here's the thing. 
about this too. Like I said last week, I love when they were going with Cody and, and Team Taz tonight. So they announced Cage is coming out with Taz. He doesn't come out. He comes out later, which is fine. Whatever is what it is. Um, the one thing though that I couldn't help but think, uh, like it flashed me back. Like okay, they literally just did something like this with the Dark Order and the Rose family. And all that really was was a way to get Cody off the TV and then for him to come right back and get revenge and win that belt back so he can give it to Darby, basically. Yeah. Now, and, and as cool as that angle was, and I remember both of us loving the shit out of it, and I yep. still do, it, it was very much needed for Brody Lee and I thought the Dark Order as well. And it seems like Cody came back, took the belt back. Brody Lee hasn't been seen since. But the Dark Order is pretty much evolved into something else now. And whatever they're doing with with Hayman, you know, it, it almost kind of seems – and, you know, I don't watch Being the Elite. Um, I did. I, I stopped and I got to do it again. But um, from what I've heard, they are hilarious on that show and the fans love them. So it almost kind of seems like they're trying to turn the Dark Order face with this whole Hayman thing in it with the Battle Royal. It was just it was weird. And I guess they're doing things with him on being the Elite, whatever. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's it's cool because it shows that they evolved and they're not just like that one-trick pony, you know, evil heel group, blah, 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 whatever. But at the same time, their name is the Dark Order. They're supposed to be that. So it's like, I'll... I'll give it a chance though i'm not gonna write it off it just you know it does it's it's not something that jump jumps at me and says okay that makes sense you know what i mean um i hope they're not i hope they're not because obviously with the whole tonight with the inner circle having their their issues and i'll get to that in a minute too <laughs> yeah I, I hope they're not leading to another because we talked about this or we talked about this maybe a couple weeks ago that I, I definitely think that this is going to a Jericho and MJF match probably at um, revolution. Yeah. But I hope they're not kind of going down a similar path here with maybe Brody Lee and hangman for kind of like leadership kind of, of like dark order. I mean, not necessarily like NWO black and white and, and NWO uh, wolf pack, you know, separation, but, yeah. I hope that's not kind of where where this is going because I agree with you. Dark Order, you're called the Dark Order. It should be like a gothic, you know, evil cult type of, of faction. And granted, you know, Silver, you know, and and Ten and all of them. I mean, they're you know they are funny and Renault. I mean, they're all they're all funny, but yeah. you know, and they have personalities and they're not just you know jobbers. And but, they can work too. I mean, Silver uh, and Reynolds are, are great oh. tag team. 100%. John Silver, he's, I fucking, I'm sold on him, yeah. you know, but it just, like I said, it, they need to do something with Hangman, and I could see this being a move that kind of makes people, like, go, oh, shit, Hangman is leading the Dark Order now, or, you know, something in regards to that, but where does that go for Brody, and where the fuck is Brody? Yeah, it's, Hangman, Heyman joining the Dark Order definitely has like a sting joining the NWO Wolfpack vibe. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But the problem is, is that who's the who's who's you know who's like 
Nash. It, it's not Brody, so it's kind of like you know, it's like yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I don't anyway. know where they're. I don't know where they're going with it, man. It's it'll be quite interesting to say the least. Um, but yeah, I mean, just it's watching the the beatdown of uh, you know Team Taz on on the Rhodes family tonight, but in Darby before Sting made Sting made the save it was like. It's like they literally just did this two months ago, you know, with a different group. And but it, it has a different feel as far as like, you know, more personal. And then it seems like it's going to go longer and it's going to be, you know, more than just, you know, a catalyst to get Cody off of TV. And you know what I mean? It, it just it'll, it seems like it'll have more purpose. And that's the thing that sucked about it for me. You know, after Cody won the belt back, get to give it to, to Darby right away. It's just like. Okay, well, what about Brody Lee? And you're like, I'm 100% with you. Where the fuck is Brody Lee? You know, I, mean, I guess he's taking time off for the character, like storyline reasons. I mean, I I don't know. I really don't know, but definitely want Does to see him. Does it seem? Again. Yeah, oh, 100%. I thought his, his, you know, we waited for so long for him to do anything in WWE. And now that he finally got the opportunity, you know, it's kind of like we don't want to see him not utilized. But right. does it seem as if I'm. Here's my only complaint with AEW, and this is not a diss towards WWE, but it seems as if there's more shit going on mm-hmm. in AEW that they can't even fit on on the show mm-hmm. compared to three compared to three shows of WWE. Yep, yep, it does. Like, like you know, you got you know you got Cassidy, you know, he's kind of he's here and there. Archer is not really doing anything. You got Death Triangle now and Eddie Kingston and and you know well, we'll, like we'll now get, the F. We'll get to them in a minute because I got something no, to no. say about that too. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. But I just it just seems like they have like <laughs> this is the company that needs two shows. And now if you think about it, now if they're branching out to other companies, it's like holy fuck. Like I mean, you know, like anyway, continue. But uh, it's just yeah. Uh, no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, so, so let's let's talk about Eddie Kingston and Archer, huh? Let's let's talk about the the death the triangle and, and all this stuff. So, um, I like the fact that they didn't just drop death triangle. I like the fact that Pac came back and they went back to it. I don't necessarily like the way it happened. I mean, like, shit talking between Kingston and Pac, okay. But, like, we didn't see anything with Phoenix or Pentagon. I guess I got to call him Penta now, but whatever. Um, Yeah. Right away. But then Pac has his match with Blade, which was a good match, by the way. Kingston gets involved, and then Phoenix comes out, and, like, he just automatically starts attacking Butcher and Blade. Like, okay, I get there's, you know, a little bit of language barrier, blah, 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 whatever. But Hawk speaks English, too. He's, you know, it's not like he's from Mexico or whatever. Um, why don't you just have, get, like, have him talk or do something? You know, it's just like, oh, they just jump in the ring and beat him up. Like, okay. I mean, I guess it makes sense. But at the same time, I would rather be, I'd like to see stories told, not just, actions you know what i mean because like substance yeah. behind them matters um like they did with penta when he come, came out with a chair and he's just teasing it teasing it and then i'll totally whiffed on the chair but that's okay um, <laughs> i think is he hurt right now is that why he's he's not wrestling 
I do, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. It's possible. Yeah. Um. And then uh, what was it? It was last week, right? Where they had the uh, the the the, uh, the tag was it? Yeah, it was a tag match that closed the show. Which which that to me says something too. You have Eddie Kingston involved in the main event, and it's not about the title. And then you have Archer. And again, <laughs> here's another thing. Yes, they did do storytelling with those two all the way back to the Battle Royal, right? At the yes. uh, Double or Nothing. Was it Double or Nothing? I forgot. Uh, oh, no, all out, all out, all out. Right? All out, all That's out, right. yeah. So, two months. That's good, you know. But they really haven't done anything since. Like, Archer was cutting these promos. Kingston has his thing with Mox. I get it. It's done now. And now Death Triangle's back, whatever. And then Archer just comes out and charges the rain and just does the, you know, it, it was cool to see that. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that it, he's there and they're doing it, but it's just like, okay, he's another guy. Like the Dark Order. He's a monster heel. Brent comes in, beats everybody up. But unlike the Dark Order, he hasn't really done anything like, you know, Dark Order has on being the elite, right? He he really hasn't done no, any substance. Nothing at all, but nothing. I mean, nothing like the Dark Order doesn't be in the elite as far as do, like a character change. You got a different pl- platform. All he does is come out and beat people up, like he's always done, which is fine. But you know, I I just like okay, now he's a baby face. Like Lance Archer is a baby face with that you know Murderhawk monster. It just doesn't fit to me. But I don't know. I I get again. I'm not gonna. You know, say, oh, it's WWE shitty. No, I'm going to give it a chance and see how it works and see what they do. Just right now, it's just like, it's cool to see, but it's like, like you said, no substance. So, um, well, as far as that goes, like, I think they needed to get Pac back first. I think he is a very integral piece to this company, and he just hasn't been. He's had, you know, the issues obviously with the pandemic and. Um, I think it's good to get him back. I think he yeah. needs to be at some point in the future involved in the title picture because him and Omega can put on fucking battles. And oh, yeah. um, as I far s- as Archer goes, though, I saw that match. That- I saw that match live twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. But um, thanks to you Archer for the second thing- time. <laughs> this is true. Um, the Archer thing. I think they're trying to almost make him like mox ish you know like in like the badass like rebel face now and it's like okay that's fine but you have jake who is like a natural heel i mean he just is i mean that's i thought his best shit in wwe was when he was a heel like yeah you know like i don't you can't root for somebody the snake, you know, like that's yeah. not a that's that's not a face, you know. Yeah. That's like, you know, even though for years he did make that character work as a Jake the Snake Roberts before he turned heel for many. He years. did, no, no, he he did, he did. But I just like his, I just he, he's he's a heel because yeah. because because especially like the way he talks. I mean, he might even be, you can almost even say he's like I hate to say that he was like the groundbreaker for like anti-heroes but it's it's you could put him and roddy piper there you know it's it's two guys who were 
groundbreaking for guys who eventually like like Austin and, and Mox, you know, like mm-hmm. and Punk, but <laughs> and Punk exactly. But um, yeah, dude, like I, I I agree with you. I'm happy they went back to to uh, Death Triangle and um, it's yeah, it's it's also kind of weird to see them as a uh, you know especially Pac as a as a baby face too. But again, I get it, you know. It's it's kind of funny though too because that's how you 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 make it an interesting story. That's how you take two heel factions or they're supposed to be heel and turn one babyface and keep one heel. Take a hint, retribution, hurt business. Yes, <laughs> yes. There, yeah, there's shit I want to say about that from Raw. That stupid mask with uh, Mia, but I'll, I'll get there another time. I don't want to get into it now. Um, <laughs> The uh, the last thing I'll say about Jake and Archer, and we can move on to the inner circle. Uh, I is it wrong that I really want to see Jake DDT the bunny? <laughs> you know, I could see that happening. He, I totally could. He, he, he's got to DDT somebody. It doesn't matter one. Yeah, yeah. Well, if uh, if Impact and AEW have a working relationship. Maybe we get the return of Demon Bunny at some point. I'd like to see that, but that would be awesome, man. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So inner circle. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's my cable company or if it's TNT or what, but the la- like two of the four episodes of November on my DVR, like it, they kept skipping, so. The first one, I think, where they went to Vegas, where you saw the two parts yeah. or whatever, the thing kept skipping, so I didn't really get to see all of it. So I gotta go find it on VR uh, uh, Live or whatever and watch it again. But what I did see, I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, yeah, they're spoofing the Hanover, I get it, but you know, they swoggle, you know, in the in the baby and you know, Max with all the paint out of the the writing on his face, and it just the the, the stare downs between Hager and Wardlow are just hilarious. I, I just I they have this chemistry and it's it's great. Like the five of them initially did, but they add Max and Wardlow. It's just like wow. I mean, yeah, it's probably leading you know to somewhere down the line that you know one of them is going to turn on the other because you got. I mean, I'm sure it'll be Max turning on Jericho because Jericho's old. Jericho right now is. He's reached Ric Flair status, as far as I'm concerned. He's not a babyface. He's not a heel. He's just the fucking man. With everybody singing a song, and it's been doing that for a while. But I mean, it really, it really has that feel to me now, more so than I've, it's ever been with him. And it, I'm just, I'm excited to to see where they're going with it. I, I just, where the fuck was Santana tonight, though? <laughs> That that I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I was I was wondering where he was too. Yeah, because I was like, okay, I noticed it right away. Like uh, Ortiz comes out, uh, you know, Sammy and and Max and um, Wardlow weren't out because they were in the battle royal. That I, I think it was an, in, an entertaining battle royal, and we'll see what happens next week. But um, yeah, man, I don't know. I I, I I'm enjoying the segments. Um. You know, I, I, I don't want to say they kind of hot-shotted it by, you know, 
one week they're great in Vegas, everything's happy, and then the next week they're doing this. But um, I don't know. I, I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see what the you know the the agreement is next week and go from there. Uh, what are your thoughts on well, all this? Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, I kind of agree with you, depending on what happens here in the next couple of weeks, and maybe they they rushed this like possible ending if it is an ending, but there could be more more to that story. I, I do, and I brought this up. I think on um on full gear, this the show we did for full gear. I, I do think that inner circle this is leading to inner circle turning on Jericho yeah. all of them yeah now it's hard to say tonight especially with you know Sammy kind of getting it getting into it with with MJF yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't even be surprised if they turn on Sammy and and Jericho yeah. I mean but which is kind of be different than just turning on one but yeah I don't. I don't know, man. I well, the thing for some reason I see MJF leading this group of guys and Jericho not in it. Yeah, I just the the thing about Sammy though too. I think Sammy though would be the ultimate like turn on Jericho because you know the sex guy. This is true. He's you know this is very true. He's his boy and all that, and like he, sometimes, not all the time when they do turns, but sometimes you have the guy. Yeah, you know, and I think back to Tataka and Lex Luger for this. Um, you have a guy that really, really, really seems like he's going one way and then bam, goes the other. Another one, Dustin Rhodes and Arn Anderson, which yep. I am shocked. They still have not gone down that road and addressed that, that yet. Granted, it was a different company and it was 20 years ago, 25 years ago, almost 26, I think, but, um, still, you know, maybe at some point they will. And like I said, like I mentioned to you before too, this whole thing with Stain and what we saw, maybe that is the unofficial, you know, pieces finally going into place of this horseman angle that I still believe they're going to do it at some point. I think that they wanted to test the waters a bit and it got interest, but with no fans there, it's not something they want to do. Now, granted, they do have more, they do have some fans now, but I think they want to wait till they finally have a show where they can have more capacity and then just be like, all right, this is what we got and blow everybody away. Kind of like with Sting, you know, like there's all these rumors that he was going to debut um, at full gear or whatever. And it's like, well, all right, let's wait till TV and let's surprise everybody. And here we go. And I think that's what they're waiting for with the horseman, but I think they want to wait till they can get more fans. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I don't know, man, about the horseman thing. I'm starting to think that maybe, I don't know. I, it's hard. It's hard because I don't know. I I don't necessarily think the horseman thing is going to, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, it's, if you, if you look at it from, if you're going to use, let's just say, for shits and giggles, you're going to use Sting, Cody, Dustin, Darby, for whatever, and, and Arn, it's an interesting group. But if you think about it from a standpoint, um, Arn is kind of doing, you know, the J.J. Dillon role. And, you know, Cody is kind of like the man, you know, like the like the flair role. 
Um, you know, uh, Dustin can kind of be like the enforcer esque role. Sting's kind of like the vet. Take Evolution, for example. You know, Cody like Triple H, you know, our, Dustin like Batista, uh, I guess. Sting like Flair and Darby's kind of like the young pup like Orton. If you're looking at it from that perspective, I can see it. And I, I can definitely see it now that there is a formable group in like F- FTW. Um, but then again, it, it it's hard to say. I don't know. To me, it's like you can't do this and not have Tully involved in some capacity. Yeah. Like he's in in the fucking company. Like you have Tully, you have Sting, you have a Rhodes, two Rhodes or two Runnels, and you have Arn. Like you. <laughs> It's like the one major piece they're missing though is Flair, and and I don't think they're ever gonna get him. That's that's the one thing I kept thinking about too. Seeing Stain on TNT tonight, hearing Jr. and Tony mention it, and it's just like going back to that day, March whatever it was, two thousand one, twenty third, I think, and that match, Flair and Stain. You know that was the that was the last time, and well, I guess they wrestled in. TNA, but whatever, we don't count that. <laughs> I don't actually. I don't even think they had a one-on-one in TNA. I know they had tag matches, you know, with, with Hogan and Flair against Steen and I forgot who. But um, I'll say this: never say never, because yeah. you know, honestly, who's the next chip to drop for 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 this? I mean, is it Hogan? I mean, it, seriously. Yeah. I know Khan said no, but it's like, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. But real quick, back to, I, I do like your idea, you know, in terms of maybe Sammy being the one to, like, take out Jericho and then MJF kind of standing there like, oh, wait, and then and start smiling kind of like he's, you know, like on Sam, you know, like like they knew this all along because these guys, you might think I'm crazy here when I say this, but. I don't think these I don't think inner circle is on the shields like level yet. And I and, and I say this because I just think the impact the shield had it as a faction it, it is still superior at the moment. But I will say I could see a similar like turn similar to Seth turning on Shield cuz let's be honest, I don't think any of us any wrestling fans saw that coming. No, and I think that's, you know, looking back at it, that's probably why they did it. But I still, to this day, I didn't think it made any sense based on how the storyline was. I thought it should have been Roman based on everything Triple H said. Um, Yep, I agree still. You know, Seth, uh, you know, you can't deny the success Seth has had, and you can't deny the success Roman's had yet. But we'll talk about that another time. But I hear... I, I just mean it. I just mean it in the sense of it, it could be one of those shocking yeah, moments, yeah. like "Oh shit!" Sammy turned on Jericho, like "Oh yeah. my god!" I, I, mean, know, I like... was even kind of half-ass expecting that tonight, just the way that he was holding that. He grabbed the towel from Max, and he's just like in his face, yeah. in his face, in his face. You think all of a sudden he's gonna throw, turn around, and throw it in, and be like, "Oh!" But see, the beauty of the beauty of AEW is they're not one to be predictable um, as like that as much. Well, yeah, but they're not going to bust their their entire nut in yeah, one night. True. They're going to save. They're going to save a little bit left. <laughs> true. Well, speaking of, speaking so, of that, 
Yeah. Let's get on to our main event, shall we? Um, wow. Um, so as soon as... Oh, actually, before we do that, really quickly, I just want to address this. Pillman and Garrison finally have a team name, the Varsity Blondes, and I like it. It is very good. It and very I cannot good. wait to see them get their ass kicked by FTR next week. <laughs> I don't, yeah, right. I don't, Agreed. I don't Agreed. want them to. I want them to win, but they're not going to. It's it's kind of funny because nope. they wrestled the TH2 on Dark uh, two weeks ago, I think. And I'm like, hey, cool. I'm like, oh, wait, because I, usually I like TH2 and I want to see them win because they lose a lot. And now it's like, oh, um. They're going to lose to, oh, I don't want them to, oh, oh, you know, just one of those go back and forth in my head. (laughs) Um, Really quickly, too, um, Pretty Peter Avalon. I love the gimmick. (laughs) I love the vignettes he's been doing on Dark. It's hilarious. Um, He's got a winning streak going now. He's got two wins in a row, Cutler's. Cutler's got five five wins now. He's over five hundred. It's crazy. Um, I'm I'm digging I'm digging that. I, I like that they're they're you know they they're finally doing something with these guys, especially Avalon, because you know we've talked about that a lot. We know that he's better than just being a jobber, and now you know we're finally doing something. Um, speaking of that, Abaddon, Sheeta, that whole interview thing made Sheeta look really weak tonight. I thought. What do you think? Yeah, I wasn't. Ex- I wasn't really impressed. Yeah, with it was neither. I, I, I was kind of. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that Cheetah was going to lose the belt to uh, Anna, my girl, but it didn't happen. And uh, instead, Abaddon came back because I guess she hurt herself a couple weeks ago. But I guess it's not too bad. And uh, yeah, she licked the belt and dripping blood all over the place. And yeah, I, I don't know. Is Ab- Abaddon the one to beat Cheetah for this belt? I don't think so, but we'll see. I guess. Um, so main event time. Um, as soon as, you know, I knew that there was somebody else sitting there, but then they panned and as soon as I heard Callus and I saw him, I'm like, Oh, he's back again. And then what did I said this to you? I, t- I texted you this. I'm like, Oh shit. Kenny's winning this belt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I just knew it. I knew Cause I mean, you know, Don's his boy, you know, they've been boys forever. Um, and it's interesting because the storytelling of Don's involvement with this makes sense. Not necessarily going back to full gear, but going all the way back to all in. Because I believe Callis was color commentating on that with Riccoboni, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yeah. he was. And he was there at StarCast, and I saw him walking around. And it's like, okay, maybe these seeds were planted way back then, because this was before AEW was a thing. But this was also the catalyst for AEW to be a thing. And we both were there. Of course, we didn't know each other then, but we were there. Um, And it's cool, though, if you think about it, that something like this that's just starting that we're seeing, it took two years to get to that point, but it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. Um, again, I haven't seen the majority of the match. I did see a spot where they were both sitting in chairs in the ring, smacking each other, which I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I did see the the match yeah. is decent. 
It was not, not as good as their full gear match, I'm sure, but um, with no, commercial no. breaks and all that picture and picture shit. But uh, the um, I will go back and watch it though. Um, from what I did see, like the ending, like you said, about the last 10 minutes or so, um, very interesting stories like like callous and the whole impact thing aside just just focusing on this match storytelling very interesting makes sense as far as kenny baiting him in saying you know leave the you know what, what do you call it garbage wrestling at home let's just have a one-on-one match granted they fought on the outside i think and then they had the chair spot or whatever and they're sitting on the chairs in the rain but um Kenny is the one that basically went to the garbage wrestling to beat him. And yep, that was cool. That makes sense. Um, you know, as soon as he got on, and he was, you know, Max started bleeding. As soon as he got him up for the, on his shoulders and he hit it, I'm like, yep, it's over. Because <laughs> nobody kicks out of that move. I was, I was, I was thinking a half of, you know, little tiny part of me was like, is Mox going to be the first one to kick it? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> he wasn't. But someone someday will kick out of that move. I don't know who, um, but Kenny has done a very good job protecting that move, not just in AEW, but also in New Japan, because no one has ever kicked out of that move. And It'll probably be Okada. Well, ever yeah, fight again. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Um, but, so yeah, Kenny's a new champ. Callus had some involvement. Callus is, you know, let's go. They grabs the belt. Let's go. Let's go. Run. Let's get out of here. And it's like, okay. And then he says, yeah, we'll talk on Tuesday on Impact Wrestling. Here's my thing about this. Well, actually, you know what? Before I get into my thing about this, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll ask you. I know you love this. But you really think this is the start? Like this is how they're going to start, like an impact AEW working thing, and you think it's going to get over like this? Well, first I'll say my only issue with this entire thing was I wish this was on a pay per view because I hate that Kenny's, you know, Kenny basically is. I mean, say what you want, he's the franchise player of this company, and you're gonna you know, have him win. It's like almost like LeBron James winning the title from, you know, the fucking worst team in the league. And not, not, not against Mox, but just the way it's, you know, viewed, I guess, you know, I, so I wish it was on a pay-per-view, but um, yeah, I do because I think impact right now is starting to get going here strong. Um, they, I, their, their, their product is good right now. I, I don't think, unfortunately, their weak spot, and I know you might think I'm wrong in this, but I think their weak spot right now is Rich Swan, because they don't have to me a, a, a value, you know, a viable champion per se for the situation. But I don't necessarily know if they need one at the moment. Um. This is interesting to me because first and first and foremost, are, are we going to see the Good Brothers cross paths with Kenny? 
You know, that's the first thing that, 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 that I thought of immediately. And I was like, okay. And, you know, I just thought about the possibility of the fantasy matches that we could see. I mean, the North versus the Bucks or FTR, I mean, take my money, you know, like, uh, you know, but then, but then I look at it from another perspective, like, I mean, Christ, Brian Cage just got out of that fucking company, you know, and now he's going to have, is is, is he going to want to have, I mean, He's friends with them. He's probably making more money now, I would imagine. So I don't necessarily know His if he wife cares. Works there. <laughs> this is true. And you know what? I'm going to bring out another fucking name here. Is this when we see Tessa? You know, because, like, let's think about this, you know? Like, maybe there is some working agreement here between them where they can get her signed to where she can kind of Maybe do both or, you know, who knows? Just once again, talking, you know, whatever. Um, I will say this. Did you happen to see, this is off topic. Did you happen to see the Performance Center photo earlier today? There's a Performance Center photo and it's interesting. They have like the new recruits and Alex Zane is on there. Uh, Desmond Wolf. Oh, wait, wait. Zachary Wentz. Desmond Xavier. (laughs) <laughs> Xavier, yeah. sorry, 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 sorry. I'm like Desmond, Nigel not Desmond Wolf. still, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yes, Desmond Xavier. Uh, yeah. Zachary Wentz, but no Trey Miguel. Ooh. Now, does that necessarily mean he's not there, or is he getting pushed up higher? Which I think is a possibility, but... Who knows? Or is he even going to yeah. WWE? So, so you know, so who they, knows? They're We're... just PC trainees, real right? They haven't actually signed contracts, as far as we know. They're like the new crop of performance center talent. Like it was on WWE.com or whatever. Like Besides that's those new... three, who else was on there? Anybody of note? Anybody? Not anybody I know. No ben Carter. No, Ben Carter was not. Interesting. No, he was not, which was, yeah, I, I found that interesting too. The, the only really known um, ones were, uh, yeah, Xavier Wentz and uh, Alex Zane, which I, I'm happy for all of them. I mean, they get, hopefully, they make more one, they can make some more money and, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but, dude, like, anyway, back to, to, to this stuff. Dude, I, you're going to laugh, but another thing I thought of. Talking shop of Mania three, <laughs> like oh my god, like can you imagine with AEW include? I mean, come on, but um, I mean Jay, Jay, think about this though. This is perfect yeah. timing yeah. for everything. What, what what's in a month? Yeah, Royal Rumble. No, 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 no. What's in a month? Um, January's oh Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on, man! Shit. Like things are things are lining up here to where two like, nights of Wrestle Kingdom, and we yeah, only have I don't three know. matches announced. So, uh... I don't know that's crazy, but um, things are just. I like this, man. Things are lining up here for good shit to happen, and and I and I put it on Facebook post earlier. I didn't want you to go to social media because I I'd ruin it for you, but this is lead. This is gonna lead to some dominant event that is basically going to make 
mania their bitch and i'm telling you it's gonna happen in 2021 it's gonna happen the same fucking day as mania or the day before i'm i actually think i would actually i would actually say the day of mania just to fucking go at them which to me i would say fucking do it because honestly well all right i'll jay jay think about this real quick and then you can go Mania is on the WWE True. network. They get that. They can watch it anytime they want. If, and this is why I think they should do this <laughs> is they should do it the same day as Mania to see how many views they get at the fucking time WWE does. Cause then you know what? Cause then WWE doesn't look like, well, we got the WWE network, but it's like, oh yeah, but guess who gives a shit more about your, about their fucking company. Is kind of like you know, like the way I look. You know, at the it, game but... has changed because I mean, you think about it. Vince playing hardball with the cable companies back in the day, with them, you know, not wanting to, uh, or the pay per view companies rather. When you have to carry one or the other, you know how he did. The game has changed now, especially for WWE, because they have the network. They don't need pay-per-view buy. They don't care about pay-per-view. Yeah, their their events are offered on pay-per-view, but no one buys WWE pay-per-views anymore. And if you do, you're a fucking moron. But that's besides the point. Um, You know, you you buy network subscriptions, and the network is a lot cheaper than pay-per-views. And it's like... Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, Interesting, too, that you brought up Tessa. Um, Not to mention other people as well, because the last couple weeks, yeah, Impact has gotten really good. Uh, Two weeks ago was a phenomenal show. I thought this past week was also good, but I thought the week before was a little better. Um. What I, I I really like the whole Eddie Edwards, uh, Sammy Callahan deal because what Sammy did, that is the Sammy Callahan I've been wanting to see. This Ken Shamrock yep. stuff, eh, whatever, it is what it is. Um, I'm pretty much thinking we're going to get a first blood match at Hard to Kill with Sammy and Eddie, and I would love to see that because first blood with Eddie and Killer Cross – uh, you know, from I forgot what pay per view that was uh, from back a couple years ago. That was a phenomenal match. That was great storytelling. I could see it happening, you know, again here. I think actually it was Slammiversary. I could be wrong on that, but that was the last time Cross wrestled for them, I think, before he, you know, they were playing, you know, footsie with his contract and then he ended up with NXT. But anyway, um, I think that. It's interesting, too, because I'm looking at Sammy doing all this stuff, and I'm thinking to myself, God, is it wrong that I want to see Tessa come back and be the one to kick Sammy's ass? <laughs> and then you, and you no. bring up Tessa. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like she fits there with that. You know, I mean, I don't want to see her going for the belt again, but, you know, like she, I think she's got unfinished business in that company. Now, I also think if there is a working relationship with AEW, which apparently there is, that would help bridge, you know, 
the gap and it would it would help mend some fences maybe with Tessa and Impact if there are fences that need to be mended, which by all accounts there are, but you know, that's not for us to worry about because we're just the fans, but you know what I mean. Um Well Jay, well Jay, let's get a little crazy here and think about like think about this for a second. Let's let's just say for shits and giggles that this is they they turned this into like kind of a makeshift and it's funny we just watched this episode of Raw, but a, a, a makeshift in, invasion of sorts where it's impact versus like AEW on like an event or some shit, you know, and I mean you can get like the you know the Bucks versus the Good Brothers, FTR versus the North. You can get, you know, all these matches, you know, that maybe like uh Darby Allen versus Sammy Callahan or something, you know, something fucking crazy. Or, you know, Kingston versus, you know, who knows? But I, maybe Tessa versus Diana Peraza? I mean, uh, you know, like, it just I, it's just an idea. But these are matches that they they can pull off, man. Well, but, if Trey didn't sign with the Evil Empire, that means he's still the Warrior Wrestling Champion. So that makes me happy. But we'll see what happens. Um because I, I was thinking about that too. It's like, okay, so maybe the rascals leaving yeah. wouldn't work, but no, if Zach and Des are there, but yeah, you know the PC, but whatever. I guess we'll, you know, time will tell. We'll see what happens. Then, you know, uh, leaving their jackets the way they did, and Sammy attacking them afterwards. I thought it was cool, but um... I have a bad feeling, and I don't know any of this, so I'm not. This is not ruining anything. Um, I have a bad feeling that he is going to show up at war games and help out Johnny Gargano. I don't know why. I, I just, I just have had, I have a bad feeling about it. There's no evidence. I just, you know, like, you know, like the people with the scream mask, like there was rumors, oh, maybe it's Austin Theory. And I'm like, eh. yeah. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not, but I don't know, man. I guess we'll, Time will tell, and we'll see what happens. But, um, but yeah, no, thinking all those possibilities, all those matches, like I said, Tessa, Rascals, all that stuff. Um, but all of that being said, you know, I asked you a question about if you thought this was the catalyst. Oh yeah, here's my thing. Um, you know, I, I told you that somebody um, sent me a meme of Sting. They kind of ruined, uh, you know, not ruined, but, you know, possibly like, oh, maybe he's going to show up or whatever. The thing I didn't tell you, the guy said was, oh, Impact's going to be interesting Tuesday. And I'm like, huh? So that got me thinking, okay, maybe something happened. And then I saw Don, I was like, okay, cool. And then you mentioned the invasion thing, and yeah, we just did that raw. Um, I was thinking in my head, okay, maybe they did do an invasion angle at night. Maybe more people showed up and then, uh, nope, just done. I'm like, okay. Um, you know, every story has to have an origin, right? Every story starts somewhere. I believe this could be the catalyst for those possibilities, but it's gotta be more than just this. And I'm sure it will. Um, but here's yeah. another thing. I don't know how they're going to, I mean, I guess post-production, but Kenny's not showing up in the middle of an impact rain because they've already taped everything else for the end, for the rest of the year in rain. So I'm sure it'll be, you know, some sort of backstage pre-taped, whatever, but he's not, I mean, unless they 
did it already and nobody you know said anything which this day and age of spoilers and the internet and cell phones would be shocking if that happened but um i don't know it, it'll it'll be it'll be very interesting to see what happens on tuesday and, and going back to your rich rich swan thing i don't think rich and, and kenny are gonna have any interaction whatsoever i think it's more or less rich has his own thing going on right now him and Chris Bay are going to have a phenomenal match, I think. Um, I believe that'll be at Final Resolution or at Genesis. But I'm almost, I'm, I'm convinced 100% we're getting champion versus champion with Moose and Swan at Hard to Kill. And I'm just not convinced Swan's going to win that. <laughs> I'm really not. I want him to, but I think the way that they're pushing Moose, man, I think he's. Uh, they want him to be the face of that company, but we'll see. Time will tell. I don't know how that fig- figures into AEW, but you know, I, I, it's very interesting, though. Like you said, the timing is very good because this time of year for wrestling is really like the calm before the storm. Like TLC, WWE pay per views in December, nobody ever gives a shit about those because everybody knows it's just a waiting period to whatever is going to happen because the Royal Rumble's next and then. You know, it's mania season. This is pretty much the end of that crap. I think historically in wrestling, December pay-per-views have no one really gave a shit about, except for Starcades. But even some of those, (laughs) nobody gave a shit about. So, um, Hogan and Butcher, I'm looking at you. (laughs) Anyway. um, There's this, I think, I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of this, it's a lot of possibility. And the fact that Ring of Honor has you know obviously a working relationship with um yeah. new japan so it, to me i'm kind of like okay well that's the next yeah. catalyst here you know or that's the next step here is you know what happens now and then if you even though like ec3 you know and now in fucking ring of honor i guess you know it's like maybe that's his next step you know and it's like is he just gonna is ec is ec3 just kind of on a on a, on a trail of you know just you know hit up every promotion he can until he gets to the one he wants to stay at, you know? Um, well, fi- fi- final, battle you know, is, you know the f- final battle is coming you up on the 18th, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yep. And um, it's funny because you know what the WWE reminds me of? It, it, they fit the times right now, and it's almost as if a this – is, this is weird a weird analogy, but – it, to me, it's like AW is like the video store that is like staying open because you know what? No, fuck you. You come in and and and, and rent a movie. Look at the fucking case. Enjoy the fucking smell of fucking candy and popcorn. While WWE is just kind of like, eh, we're on demand. We're lazy. We don't care. Like we're on the shelf anyway. So fuck it. I mean, honestly, and I say this, if you, hey, I'm a WWE subscriber. If you have, if you have a WWE and you're a subscriber, you most likely have it for the older content and the fucking, you know, a couple of the shows like um, Austin's um, Broken Sessions or podcasts. Like, other than that, like, no offense, WWE. Well, offense, take it if you want, but... your pay-per-views to me it's just like 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 when they do the deal 
oh, get the get the WWE Network for nine nine nine, and you get this pay per view included. I'm like, yeah, you have to put that included because it's how fucking bad yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, like if I had to pay for this shit, I Jay, I would never fucking pay sixty dollars for a WWE no, pay per view. No, right no now. way. That's why I said if you if anyone is mm, actually ma- buying WWE on pay per view, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> not even. Not, not I mean, the, the only one, the network, but because the content they're giving you is not even close to being worth that. The only one I would ever buy or rent would be the Rumble, and that would literally be the only one. I, I mean, nothing else is even. And, 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 and mind you, they just had a good yeah. pay per view. I thought so. It's like it's got nothing to nothing to do with that. It just. The rest of the product is such so fucking bad. So, like, with that being said, like, it's just funny to me because is is WWE going to go out of business? No. Are they going to fucking are, are they really going to fucking suffer from all this? Probably not. But they're so stuck in their ways with their fucking territory and not you know, allowing their wrestlers to branch out to do other things for the off chance that they don't make money on it, you know, and that they want to have their 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 fingerprint on it, you know, and, and it's 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 ridiculous. There's we're in a fucking time in the wrestling business that there is so much fucking talent across all these fucking companies. And so many possibilities that if these guys just work together, it, it would. I, and, and I mind you here, I, I might get fucking a, a tongue lash here from other people. I would beg to differ that it would be the top sports company other than NFL. I, I, I really say that because they would have so many people from all the like, like if they just literally said, Jay. You know what? No, we're going to work together. All of us. All of us. New Japan, WWE, everybody. And we're going to help each other dominate. Yeah. I, I know the money might be different to certain extents. But listen, you don't have to necessarily like... I'm not saying WWE's got to like contribute money to like help Ring of Honor have a better fucking production right. set. I'm not saying that. But if Ring of Honor, if Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor calls you up and it's like, "Oh, hey, do you want to swap the Briscoe Brothers and the, and the New Day for a pay per view?" Why the fuck? Right. Why the fuck not? Well, you know the main reason why the fuck not in Vince's eyes, and I grant this is not, in my opinion, it's not a reason, but for him, and it's his company, he can do what he wants. But the main reason for him is they don't fit his vision. They don't work his style. They don't know how to work his TV because his TV is different. And it's like, yeah, it is different, but it's a style that is old. It's a style that's tiring. It's a style that I have been sick of personally for the last 20 plus years. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing the same formula. And with Pritchard now, basically oh, I guess that's everything we forgot to say this at the top of the show R.I.P. Pat Patterson yeah definitely Awful rest in peace Pat. to hear about that and also R.I.P. Bob Ryder I just found that out yesterday too 
Yep. Um, very sad to hear about both of them. Fuck cancer. But anyway, um, Pritchard, you know, basically, I, I read this thing like, oh, he's the most powerful man in the company that's not named McMahon. Okay, well, I mean, I don't care who's powerful. I care who listens and who does things, you know, the right way. But with Pritchard, he's always a yes man when it comes to Vince. Like, yeah, there's things that he tries to do outside the box that he thinks is going to be good. But he never crosses that line with him. Like, I mean, there's times, I guess, he said that, oh, yeah, this happened, blah, blah, blah. He got mad, blah, blah, blah. He has a respect for Vince, and I get that. But even he has to see that some of this shit just doesn't fucking work. And I know I'm going off on a tangent here. We always seem to end up doing that. But I'm not talking specifics, man. I just I hear what you're saying, but I, I that's why I think all the other companies, you know, despite or instead of you know, not including WWE, all working together. I do want to see that. Um, and I really hope what we saw tonight is, is the, the catalyst for the, to basically go to that direction. I don't necessarily know that 2021 is going to be the year that that happens. I think there's not enough time to get out unless they've already been working behind the scenes and none of us know about it. Um, which if that's the case, that'd be phenomenal. But, I don't, you know, I don't see it coming together that fast, but it'd be, it'd be smarter to hold off well, until there's too. a fucking yeah, crowd that, that can enjoy that's that. Too. But, um, cause you know, it is a business at the end of the day and it's not even just about enjoyment. It's about making money. And, you know, let's face it. They still got to pay the wrestlers, you know, I mean, with it's good for, well, actually both come, well, I guess not necessarily both as much because with AEW, they own the fucking dailies place. So it's, you know, they uh, the cons yep. on it, so it's it's fine. I mean, yeah, the WWE owns the performance center where you know where they were having uh, shooting, but now they're out of that, and they're well. Actually, I don't know. Do they actually own the building of the performance center? Or are they renting it? I think they own it, though, right? That's actually really yeah. WWE, I yeah. think I think they but, I think they own it. Yeah, they have to. They got to own it. They Orlando have to. With the Thunderdome, and now Tampa and the Thunderdome when they move. Which I think is this week or next week. I forgot when, but um, they're they're renting the, those buildings. They don't own those. Vince doesn't own those buildings, so you know they're still no, you know, paying no. for that, and, and they don't have any fans in attendance there. I mean, the, I think the Capital Wrestling Center or whatever they call it, they have fans there, but that's at the uh, that's a is that at full sale or is that at uh, uh, the PC as well. I think it's at the PC as well, right? That's. Oh, is it? No, sale? I think that's full. Okay. That's full sale. They just turned the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. thing into that. Well, I, maybe they're renting that from full sale too. I don't know. I don't know what their working relationship is with them, but um, yeah. I mean, you gotta. <clears throat> you're still paying the wrestlers. You're still paying for TV time. You're still paying for the crew and. Um, you know, all the talent, you know, whether they're on air or if it's behind the scenes, you know, production, all of that, you're still paying for that. So if you're not making money off of that, you know, you're losing it. So obviously you want to make sure, and especially for something as big as that, you definitely want, you know, 
a full house, you know, the 60,000 plus in the Tokyo Dome or whatever, you know, I, I, I don't even know what the Tokyo Dome holds, but it's just, it's probably more than that, but you want something like that. So we'll see what happens. I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm very much, I'm happy, but I was, it was more like, kind of like, eh, expecting a little more, but you know, with AEW, you don't necessarily need to be, like you said earlier, you got to save some stuff. You don't blow it all. You know, you blow your load at the and everything. So, it's cool that they did it. It's small baby steps, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do on Tuesday. And then, you know, obviously, next Wednesday, Dynamite has been taped already, but we don't know um, the results of that. And I, I will say this much: AEW has been very good as far as not letting spoilers slip. Granted, you know, not as many fans, but they still have more fans. You know, than WWE, obviously, because they're you know, zero fans where they go. So, and 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 the wrestlers are, I would say, more active on social media, and so I, I could see something slipping, and somehow yeah, they've managed to, to good, not, which is very, you know, good. so, and, and and one and one thing too. Do you know what Bruce no. Pritchard is? A fucking hypocrite, <laughs> yeah. and and I say this. Listen, I love Pritchard, but he's a fucking hypocrite because him he's on his fucking podcast for all these years, basically saying how shitty WWE product is, you know, and yet here he is producing yep. shitty product. Like, it just sucks because I get it. I'm sure he's maybe there just for a paycheck, but he's also known Vince for his, you know, Christ since the 80s. So, he, you know, early 80s. So he knows Vince and he's going to listen to Vince, you know. So I get it. And he's kind of like you said, he's like, he's a yes man. But it's, I mean, in five years when you're not employed with WWE anymore and you have a podcast with Conrad still or whoever the hell you're with, you know, and you're talking about WWE and you're going to run here in WWE, I, I better not hear that he, like, hear him say how shitty this product was. Unless he that openly admits that he's, a, mm-hmm. that he's a fucking yes man. Yeah. And he had no choice. But because you can't tell me that anybody in their right mind, like, thinks any of this is fucking good. Like, we, we, we could finish in a minute here, but like, I, just the amount of shit that they have done to mm-hmm. the hurt business, to, 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 to retribution, like what they've turned retribution, retribution into. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they're already like, you, you oh, saw, yeah. you said you saw Raw, right? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. They're already like plant. They're already like planting seeds, almost as if they're breaking yeah, up retribution yeah, and, and and the hurt business. It's and uh, yeah, and it's just like ah, uh, okay, and then it's just like you know, I, it, it's just so fucking bad, and there's just like no no ending in sight that makes any sense to me. Like I can't even like. I have a better chance, and and, and if, if people 
if you know what gambling, you know, if you guys know about gambling, I have a better chance of hitting a four team parlay than getting one good fucking match on raw. Like that's fucked. Like, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to go into, it's just, I don't want to go into specifics on WWE, right. but the two things that, that like, you know, obviously the Cedric thing and then, yeah, the, the Mia with the mask is just like, um, as soon as I saw it, dude, I, I legit, I was watching it and I legit, as soon as the mask came off, I had to pause it because I was laughing my ass off. I'm like, oh my fucking God, this angle is just doomed. It's cursed. It just doesn't it, like. It's, and I told you since day one, I did not have a good feeling about it. And you know, I, I don't know. It is what it is. The the, the other thing, um, the well, other thing. Yeah, you go. Randy go. and the Bray stuff and Alexa. I know you 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 love Alexa. You love the Bray the Fiend. You know you're you're digging it. My thing is this. What I dig about it is the consistency of going back to the storytelling of the story of Bray and Randy, how it never, you know, finished. Throwing Alexa in there, throwing the Fiend in there, it's cool, whatever. But honestly, I'm just not digging it. I, I don't, because it's the character change of the Fiend. I get it, you know, you go back to the AEW stuff, you know, Jericho, he's been, he's the, the king of changing characters. But, and then the whole Dark Order stuff, and, you know, the, the, the Team Taz, you know, the, the comparison of that, uh, the, the Lance Archer, you know, all of that, all that stuff we were talking about. The Fiend character, Bray Wyatt, the Bray Wyatt character, isn't a baby face has never been a baby face and yeah i guess you could go back 30 plus years and say the same thing about the fucking undertaker but the difference is the undertaker had the in-ring ability to get over throughout those 30 plus years does Wyndham rotundo have that ability i I don't know people like him because of the character they don't really you know, he's, he's not putting on, you know, six-star matches in the Tokyo Dome. You know what I mean? It's, it's like... Well, he's better. He's better. Well, uh, well, now, yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking about... Oh, even back in the day. I mean, I don't think Undertaker was ever a, a strong uh, wrestler in the ring. I mean, most of his matches, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, like, until he started wrestling, you know... You know, like until he got to like I don't know. I'm trying to think of guys. I mean, he he was wrestling like nobody really, like Giant Gonzalez and like Jimmy Snuka and a fucking squash man. I mean, he didn't really wrestle anybody like really of. And Hogan's never been a dominant in ring performer. So I mean, okay, if if you're basing it upon the theatrics of it, like the choreography, sure, he's fucking great at storytelling in the fucking ring. But in terms of actual in-ring ability, I would would well, not say Undertaker is well, he, all that fucking special. I mean, the Tokyo Dome either. But when it comes to a man his no, size no. being able to pull off the moves that he does or did rather back then, that was it. it, it that yes, was he had the ability. He did. Like he did groundbreaking because nobody did that kind of stuff back then. 
at the right. time, no. Like, yeah. It's like jumping no, over the top rope and all that stuff. And like, point. You know, um, right. Yeah, like walking right. like the tight but rope. With, like I get with, all that. With like, Wyndham, you know, uh, for the sake of transparency, I'll just say Bray. <laughs> the Bray Wyatt in rain, him, he's he does certain things that only he does. Like, you know, the hand backwards walk stuff. And, you know, he doesn't do that as much as the fiend, but um, there's just certain things, you know, and, and it's like, I don't know. I, I just don't see him in that same light as I did, you know, as the entertainer, but the character wise, I think the crazy psycho guy from the swamp was over. Despite the fact that Cena buried him at Mania, despite the fact that Cena literally buried him at the pay-per-view here, was it Extreme Rules or something, when he put the thing on top of him and pinned oh god, that was so stupid. Despite all of him losing throughout his career as that character, I thought the character was still over. And... You know, obviously they thought they needed a character change. He turned him babyface, did the whole Matt Hardy thing for a minute. That didn't really work. Plus, you know, Matt got hurt or whatever the case may be. I forgot who got hurt, but that ended. Um, and then they brought they, – he was off TV for a while, and then here comes The Fiend. And I liked it at first because it was psychotic, and it was interesting, and it was different. And even when he first debuted in – like did the next swat, you know, thing to freaking Finn Balor at SummerSlam. I loved it. I thought it was great. But now it just seems like they've ruined it. They're they're trying to make him a cookie cutter baby face. And that whole segment with the frog, I I don't know, man. I just I know that was two weeks ago, but I'm I'm just not digging it. I'm not digging it at all. I I want to see. I want my shit to make sense. And Bray Wyatt as a babyface to me just does. In no universe makes sense. The Fiend as a babyface does make no sense. See, and I think what they're trying to... First, I will will say this. I do love the Alexa thing, and, and I love the Bray Wyatt thing. But I do agree with you that they should be heels. Alexa is a heel. Alexa's never been dominant in WWE as a face. Like, she's at her best when she's that, you know, little fucking princess bitch. Like, that is when she is at the top of her game. I agree with you. I think what they're trying to do here, and this kind of bothers me because I feel like they're going to do some Mick Foley, three faces of Foley bullshit here, is where Bray Wyatt is the face and Fiend is the heel. And I, and I think that's where they're getting at here. And it bothers me because they have a similar situation with Alexa now when Bray turns Alexa and she turns into this like psychotic, like, you know, version of herself. But she doesn't have a fiend character, you know? So that doesn't make sense. And I'll tell you where WWE fucked themselves is. They have on a... A mass abundance of fucking heels, and they don't have other than Drew, like and even, it's a legitimate even face. With Drew, though, when he honestly, face, it was kind of out of nowhere because he's been a heel for the whole time he's been on the main roster. Which him being a heel was out of nowhere too because he was a babyface in NXT. So, 
<sighs> See, and 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 that's the thing. And it's like, okay, I get it, but like they have a mass amount of fucking heels. And and the funny thing is, I mean, okay, they bring up Keith Lee, and they kind of like, well, they destroy Keith Lee, like him ever, him ever becoming like the face of this company at some point is not happening. They, they that's long gone over with, but even he's kind of like borderline yeah. face heel now. And, you know, it's fucking crazy to me because they really do have one guy and I know you're going to, you're going to hate it, but they do have one guy that can come save no, all of this. It. And it's Brock I, fucking. I, I don't hate it. I agree. With it, you it, it really is. <laughs> Like, okay, good. Like, I, I really, I say this, like, there's one guy that can come here that can save all this. Like, I know it's crazy to think of Brock Lesnar as a face. It works. But, listen, I, it, yeah, like, bring Brock Lesnar over, and I hate to use him as an example, turn him into fucking Goldberg in, in, in WCW, that dominant face fucking champion who's coming and not afraid of anybody. You have all these heels that you can line up against him. All these fucking heels. Orton, Roman, Seth, Styles. I mean, everybody. You can line them up to fucking Brock. You can build Brock up again. Because, like, like it or not, world of wrestling, Brock Lesnar is the fucking franchise player in the WWE. Like, he is. He's the fucking money. He is the current Hogan Cena of, of the WWE. You, everybody wants to say, oh, Roman, Roman, Roman. No, it's not fucking Roman. It's never been Roman. It's never going to be Roman. <laughs> I mean, maybe in a couple of years, now that you finally decided to make something of fucking Roman, we might, you know, see something in a couple of years. It's not happening overnight. And it's just, it's just crazy to me, Jay. Like, and the funny thing is, you go down to, <laughs> you go down to NXT and they have enough faces there that they can bring up one or two yep. to help the fucking main roster. And they attempted that with Keith. They attempted that with Keith Lee, but they did it so fucking bad. Hey, I got an idea. Don't bring up Keith Lee. Do a complete wardrobe, music change, personality change, and then expect him to be the face that he was on N- NXT. Yeah. Not going to yeah. happen. He's not. Uh, he's not over because they don't let him be- get over. And that's and that's that's the thing that's just so frustrating. That's been uh, what's been happening with the majority, if not all of, the NXT talent that's come up to the main roster. Um, it's just I don't know. Other than the Horsewoman, obviously, because they've become the face of the company at some point. But I don't want necessarily to say they're the face of the company now. But um, yeah, it's it is frustrating, man. It is, but yeah, I I don't want to talk more about the company because it was a good show on that. And <laughs> well, it was well, and I'll say one more thing. It's actually making me nervous for when Seth comes back because Seth has had such a good run as as a heel that now that all these fucking people are are, are heels now that I'm really concerned they're gonna fucking pull Seth back yeah. to a face and. And I just like I, oh. I saw <laughs> some so meme of him that somebody said, "Okay, yeah, Seth, he's gonna be the the tribal chief slayer, or the 
Yeah, the head of the table Time slayer or whatever slayer, the hell. Yep. Oh, the guy that head of the table shit. I'm just like, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm like, I but uh, is it? Are they I mean, wrong? Because I see it. For, you know where they're go, where they're with the angle and everything. But I'm just so fucking tired. So tired. Oh, you mean about Seth? Eh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. I I mean he's. I mean, why why would they? I mean, that that would make maybe like not for the title as much, but maybe that will be the match if Roman's not the champ. But I I don't know. I think I like I said, man. I really think they're keeping that money in the bank briefcase warm for Bray, and he's gonna win it for Miz. And so at some point between now and Elimination Chamber, and he'll end up challenging Roman, and that's. I think he's taking the belt off of Roman at some point. I don't know when that's going to be, but I think he's going to be the one to do it. And they're going to hope that he is their, you know, face version of the Undertaker, face version of Mankind, you know, Mick Foley, circa 2021. I guess that's that, that's yeah. kind of their their goal. Or, or trying to resurrect, like, a fucking live-action version, version of... Uh, Harley Quinn and the Joker, which is fine, but like, yeah, Joker, yeah. they were never faces. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I know I said it was going to be a short show, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I know we get uh, we get on our rants. I we do got I do got to call it a, a night because this is yeah, actually yeah, recording is actually are, pretty but, late. So uh, <laughs> not sure. Um, I, I I know I think that the last two single nights of World Tag League and Best of Super Juniors are Saturday, Friday and Saturday? Or Saturday and Sunday? One of those two, respectively. And I think I'm going to try and watch those uh, live. Or if not live, you know, just watch them. And then uh, the finals are next. Yeah. Actually, I think it's Saturday and Sunday, and the finals are next Friday. Um, Which, I think next Saturday is uh turning point or not turning point final resolution rather for uh, impact and then next sunday would be war games so uh next weekend you know there's uh because yeah right because it's is it this sunday there's war games or it's next sunday i forgot oh shit never mind <laughs> this sunday's My war bad. games um this sunday's war games but yeah the 18th is uh oh no the 18th final battle that's right that's that's the following week. I don't know. There's a lot of shit coming up. Regardless, I I, I gotta. The eighteenth, I, I believe yeah, the eighteenth is, is final battle. The eleventh uh, is the uh, <laughs> the final. Oh, that's right. That's what I was thinking of. The eleventh is uh, the Super Junior and uh, World Tag League Finals. It's the same day, ten matches, whatever. And then the twelfth is final. And then the twelfth is final right? resolution. And then uh, the following week. The 18th is final battle, but I believe the night before that is the um, best of the Super or Super Jacob. Yeah, Super Jacob. That's so, uh, a one night tournament, so I definitely will be watching that. So there, there are some stuff coming up, but I think after final battle, um, there's no. Well, actually, you know, when the hell is TLC? I think that's the day after final battle, isn't it? The, the 19th or whatever. I don't know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll talk about it, I'm sure. But, yeah, there's there's some stuff coming up. The New Japan stuff will be good. 
a uh, hopefully the card for cards, I should say, for uh, Wrestle Kingdom are going to come together soon, and rest of the card of um, Final Battle for Reign of Honor too. Um, the the MLW stuff you haven't watched any of it, right? But, but you've heard about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. The, 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 I just want to say this real quick, and we'll get out of here. I heard over the summer that they shot this angle with uh, Contra basically taking over the company, blah, 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 whatever. Supposed to be this really big deal and whatever. I finally saw it. And I'm just like, eh, it's more psychological than actually physical. So it was like, eh, whatever. But then they shot it this angle for MLW to take it back. And it's like heels and baby faces working together. It was so cheesy. I was like, eh, yeah. He kind of lost me, but then I was watching the shows and the matches were good. And you know, I love Contra. I think that the concept is great. They're you know big heel group beating up people. Uh, seen all MLW live, great matches. Um, I don't know. It's it'll be interesting to see where they're going with stuff. But um, hail Contra! <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Um, you should watch some MLW with me sometime. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe if they ever come back to Cicero, <laughs> One day. It'll, it'll be a good time. You'll like it. Except that guy with the drums. Definitely. No, I'm Definitely. kidding. He's cool. If you're listening, you're cool, bro. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Um, we will be back at some point. I'm sure we do have um, that watch along that our boy, what's his name again? <laughs> Alex, yeah, Al- our boy Alex, Alex wants us I to think. do. Yeah, uh, we will be doing that uh, sometime soon. We don't know officially when. I think maybe possibly Friday, but um, we will post on our Facebook page before we do it, at least within 24 hours before, so you guys know. Uh, at least, you know, when we do it, or at least when we post it, whatever. Um, so you know that it's coming, and then after that, like I said, we'll we'll be in touch about doing some more stuff more what more watch alongs you guys want us to do those let us know comment like share all that good stuff and we will be back soon definitely all you right, guys have bye a bye good bye night now.